Welcome to the Newscape Higher Ed Podcast, featuring your hosts, Don Betts and Mark Stansberry. In this episode, Don and Mark interview Ann Holloway, a member of the Oklahoma State Regents for Higher Education. This podcast is brought to you by Newscape Higher Ed Advisors, helping university leaders effectively serve their faculty, staff, students, and community. Visit newscape.us to find out more. Before the interview, here's a little bit more about Regent Holloway. She's originally from Ardmore, Oklahoma. She was appointed as an Oklahoma State Regent by Governor Mary Fallon in May 2013 to fill an unexpired term. In May 2015, she was reappointed by Governor Fallon for a nine-year term ending in May 2024. The Oklahoma State Regents for Higher Education is the constitutional coordinating board for the Oklahoma colleges and universities responsible for allocating state funds and setting admission standards and academic policies. Enjoy this conversation with Don, Mark, and Regent Holloway. Welcome to another episode of Newscape Higher Ed Advisors. I'm Mark Stansbury. Yes, and I'm Don Betts. Don, we have with us today uh, someone that we both have worked with uh, over the years in higher education. Uh, I, I had the pleasure and the honor of serving with Regent Ann Holloway uh, for eight years of her nine-year term at the Regional University System of Oklahoma. Back then, at first at least, it was called Warrock, Board of Regents of Oklahoma Colleges. And uh, over the years, she, uh, she had several highlights of, of leadership, and one was a name change, and that was from the Board of Regents of Oklahoma College to the Regional University System of Oklahoma, which I think is very fitting and wonderful that she did that under her leadership when she was serving as chair back in 2005 to 2006. I followed her as chair after that, and wow, uh, what a great transition when you have some leader like uh, uh, Regent Holloway in the lead. <laughs> and so I uh, got to follow her and, and tried to <clears throat> keep up with her during those years because she was very active and always showing up, as you know, to events and being proactive and always thinking of higher education. With that said, Don, I know you had uh, great dealings with her as well, and I know you, you can help us in beginning our discussion. Well, and I'm so pleased uh, to have you here on, on Newscape, and I have such incredibly positive memories of working with you along the way from uh, the Russo Board as well as Oklahoma State Regents, and it's just a delight for me to have this opportunity to connect with you again. Hopefully we get a chance to see each other in person sometime once we're past Absolutely. this craziness. <laughs> but um, I, I, have a number of, I have a number of issues I'd love to discuss with you. And one of them, Mark had just, just mentioned, and I thought in parentheses I would ask, why, why was the name changed from um, Board of Regents for Oklahoma Colleges to the regional university system of Oklahoma, was there a was there a reason to do it, or was just time for a change? In well, yes, Dom. Uh, we we felt like um, all six of the regionals were universities. We had grown from the college itself status, and um, we felt like a name change would better describe who we really were. And um, uh, so that's what started the, the campaign to do it, and, and uh, of course, it did take a constitutional change, but um, hey, nothing stops us when we put our mind to it, huh, guys? <laughs> That's right. 
So that constitutional change, did that mean a vote of the of, uh, electorate? It, it was uh, done through, through the legislature. We presented the change, and the legislature was able to do it without it going to a full uh, vote of the, of the people of Oklahoma. Oh, that's great. And remind, remind me and the listeners how long you served on, on uh, the Russo board and also how long you served on the Oklahoma State Regents. Yes, uh, Governor Keating appointed me to the Russo board, uh, then known as Borak, um, in 2000. And uh, I was on the board for nine years and uh, went off uh, at the end of my term. And uh, uh, Governor Mary Fallon asked me to join the Regents of Higher Education to uh, fulfill an unexpired term of Julie Carson. Uh, so in 13, I went on the state uh, board of regents for the two years, and then uh, she was so very kind to reappoint me again in 15, and it is a nine-year term, so um, I've got like uh, four more years to go. Wow, it's quite, a, it's quite a legacy in terms of service on boards of regents. You know, Mark and I have been focusing on the issues that face universities from the perspective of university um, regents and university presidents, because the, between the two, obviously, they're very significant players in the, in the process. So having you here with this much experience is a really, uh, really a treat. Just one more question in this area. So how long did you and Mark serve on the same board? Uh, I think it was eight years, wasn't it, Mark? That's I correct. Believe? Eight, eight or nine yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you, uh, you, I went off in nine, and I think you went off in Ten or Two, yeah, that's that right. Two thousand ten. That's correct. Yeah. Well, this is um, so. You're both. Of you have an amazing amount of experience, which is wonderful to share with our listeners. One of the questions I wanted to raise with you today: uh, understanding the role of boards, particularly in this question, relates to your Borak Russo time more than your state regents time, because one is a coordinating, the other one's a governing board. Has to do with the perennial issue that faces every board member. Uh, and that is finding presidents and hiring them, and in some cases, having to oversee the dismissing of presidents. And so I was just thinking with your experience, and I, I know that many of the people that listen to this are people who are presidents or aspiring to be presidents. From your perspective, when you look at, at, a, at a list of hopefuls for one of the uh, presidencies, for example, in the Russo system, what are there some specific kinds of qualities or experience that you're looking for? What constitutes a good fit for you for someone to become president of one of the universities? Well, I think, you know, we look at several aspects of a candidate. Um, of course, it, we've pretty much established they are to have a doctorate or equal to uh, a degree to uh, to even be considered. Um and secondly, we look for cultural connections. Um, you know, um, are you from Oklahoma or do you have Oklahoma ties? Or if it's a university that's well known for one certain element, like uh, NSU is known for its school of optometry. You know, we, we look to fulfill the, the, the cultural thing at each university because truthfully of the six regionals, if you think about it, all all three of them kind of had their own 
their own little uh, cultural touch. And uh, in searching for a president, we felt like it was very important that we um, we looked to those attributes. Um, and uh, I think Mark will agree, um, you know, if, if there's um, even, you know, ties, like I know when Glenn Johnson was hired at Southeastern, um, the tie culturally there was Melinda. That's where she had graduated oh, from. And they, yeah, and they had been to, you know, lots of activities through the years there prior to Glenn's presidency. So those are things that while I was on the board, um, we felt like it was very important to have a successful presidency um, is to have them fit culturally in each of the universities. And um, and their, their background, like you said, a terminal degree, et cetera, some cultural uh, congruence or fit with the with the area and um, individuals who obviously might have been, uh, for example, hired people who have been in, in higher education for a long time, but others who have other experience and they brought that experience to higher ed. Uh, one example would have been for me, having worked uh, for many, many years with President Roger Webb, who's, um, who's a, a Juris Doctor, but not from the uh, higher education sphere, but had tremendous experience in other areas and turned out to be, as you know, a president for decades for two of the Russo institutions. So there, there are qualifications and then there are, there are qualities, I guess, right? Uh, and that you look for in someone Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And, and using uh, Roger Webb as an example is excellent because when you think about his law enforcement background, then how... Um, the university went on to really establish a national um, reputation for uh, medical examiners and forensic forensic science. Uh, so it all came together, and truthfully, it was uh, kind of the basis uh, that uh, uh, Roger Webb brought to the university to start with. Right there, and well as University of Central Oklahoma, where he established the Forensic Science Institute that has a national reputation like we just mentioned. So I'll just give you a, little yeah. bit, a parenthetical comment here about, about the, the hiring of President Webb because I was on the faculty at that time, a young faculty member when he was hired. And there was, there was concern among faculty and others that he wasn't from a university, that he was more of had a political background, et cetera. And I watched and worked with him, obviously, you know, for 23 years there, watched him become uh, admittedly one of the probably one of the finest presidents Oklahoma has ever had. So you, I, I give the board great credit for having seen the potential uh, in someone like President Webb uh, to be able to make that decision, knowing that he wasn't going to walk in with everybody cheering the first time he showed up. But he, he won them over <laughs> by the hard work and the and the the capable leader that he is. Yes, he he won them over by by his deeds, and, and I wish I could. Uh, have taken the credit to have been on the board at the time he was hired because he was a tremendous hire, but that was uh, before I, I became a part of the board. But he certainly has remained uh, a, a strong uh, advocate for UCO and uh, and for the state. And, um, and I know my grandson just loves him dearly and runs into him every now and then. So uh, we have a real personal like there for, for President Webb. So. It tells us something about the impact that um, that regions have on the future of institutions, sometimes far beyond their own tenure of service. When a president can continue far beyond when the region was actually serving. Regent Holloway, uh, 
you're now serving as chair of the state regents. And I'd mentioned earlier that you had served and a great mentor of mine a year before I served as chair. Oh, you're, uh, you're too kind, my friend. <laughs> well, very helpful, by the way. You always, always which, which, I would, which I would say to other regents, uh, those that are thinking about being regents, um, to, you know, take the lead in the sense of, uh, as, a, as always stepping up, uh, you always did that. If I, I would come up with a, uh, an idea and you were there. You would support it. Uh, and and uh, as far as uh, any, you know, I remember the best of the best program and different things that we talked about and you would take the lead and always volunteering, always assisting any way to make it better in our system. Doesn't mean that we always agreed. And I think it's part of the, <laughs> that's part of the, part of the way. It's a healthy organization. If you have disagreements no. from time to time, you know, it, it brings out other aspects that should be considered. So I think it's a good thing. No question. And, and from being a chair, and first of all, I, I go out in the community and uh, when I was a, a regent and people would say, tell me what a regent is. First of all, a lot of people didn't know what a regent, <laughs> uh, what, what that meant. And then also, uh, what's the difference of a regent in the Russo system and a regent in the state regents? In fact, I would be, are you a state regent? Or I'd be introduced as a state regent when I was actually a Russo. So there was some, some um, education to be done that way. What's, I guess, is multiple questions. Uh, the, the role of chair at state regents versus the role of the chair at Russo. And also, uh, what's the difference as far as uh, the difference of serving as a regent in the state, state, as a state regent as well as a regent? Well, I tell you what, um, uh, they are two different animals. <laughs> um, the Russo board, I, I thoroughly enjoyed because we were more ha- hands-on with the activities of the individual universities. There were always activities going on that we could participate, and um, it was just very different being a governing board. Now, you know, It had its good times and its bad times, but that was uh, part of it. And then um, coming into the state regions, uh, which is a coordinating board for all of our 25 higher education institutions. And, um, you know, I do have people ask me, well, you know, what what do you do? (laughs) And I put it in very simple terms. It's kind of like, well, uh, we handle uh, certain federal scholarships. Uh, we hand out the, the money that the legislature gives us to to be divided among the institutions. And then we approve all academic offerings. Anytime uh, a university uh, wants to offer something new or even to remove a existing program, uh, they present it to the state regents for consideration, and then we, we go with either approving it or not. But um, it is a, a total different um, ball game because we, I, I said, we don't have that, that tight closeness we had as a governing board regent. Uh, not to say that being a state regent isn't enjoyable. It really, really is. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. But um, it is it is just a, a different uh, ball game altogether in our um, our duties. As far as preparation too is something that um, I I know the those that are aspiring or, or those that want to know more about a regent uh, and the service of a regent. There's a lot of preparation for each meeting. Uh, it's not just uh, uh, serving on a board and showing up. Uh, you might describe, especially in the in the comparison of Russo with the state regents, 
how many uh, hours, how much time is really spent? Well, um, in looking at what we're doing right now, we have standing committees uh, that uh, before each state uh, board meeting, uh, they meet by uh, telephone and go over all the, like I'll just say academics, all the offerings that uh, are being um, done um, or whether we're going to be doing away with programs. Uh, but all of that's handled by the standing committee. And then a report is made um, to the full board to either vote to accept the report or not. Um, as far as time goes, yes, it can be very time-consuming. Um, as chair, this year it's just been so totally different because of the virus. Uh, we haven't met in person since we had activities going on in February. And um, we had hoped to be able to meet for our September meeting, uh, but it just didn't work out. So we'll be doing Zoom again. But it's hard to say how many hours actually takes place because it's, it's different now uh, because we're doing Zoom all the time. Otherwise, you know, I would be getting in my little car and I'd be driving to Oak City and sitting down with the chancellor or or whoever I was needing to, to have a meeting with. So um, the virus has simply put a whole different spin on our duties and how we go about handling them. But both boards... Um, you, you have a lot of reading to do uh, to uh, to make uh, uh, good decisions, and uh, a lot of times there's um, phone calls between regions, not even the full board, uh, to discuss matters, particularly if they are serving on the same committee. Uh, so it's hard to say how many hours are involved because uh, you, you get well. Like I have about a four-inch. Uh, uh, manual that was delivered to me just today, FedEx. Um, that will be, <laughs> yeah, it'll be my reading material for the next few nights. Um, so it does take it does take time to 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 do the job properly, to be prepared. Um, it, 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 just read the information that is sent to you. Um, uh, you know, like with Sheridan McCaffrey, she's been an outstanding director for the Russo board. And, uh, of course, prior to that, Betty Leone, and they both were so good to take me under wing because having not come from a higher ed background, it was almost talking Greek to me when it came to some of the terms at all. And uh, they helped me tremendously learn in a fast manner. Uh, how how it all worked, and uh, then going to the state, the state board, uh, Glenn Johnson invited me up, and he says, "Okay, this is what we've got going," and <laughs> and steered me in the other direction of a coordinating board member. But um, there is quite a bit of of reading would be the 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 most, and then telephone conversations and emails, um, pretty much says it all. Sure. So, Anne, I have a couple of, of questions I've been really looking forward to asking you. Uh, the first one is just a comment to the listeners, and that is, and I've I've done I've said this before when I've done commencements and regions have attended, like Regent Stansbury, um, and that is most people don't realize that you're a volunteer, that this is public service with no compensation. And I have people all, all the time who say, So how much does a regent make? And I think. She didn't make anything. <laughs> They're public service. 
Well, you know, as I tell many of my friends, uh, I have given hours and hours and hours to our great state of Oklahoma. Um, and I'm very proud to have done it and uh, look forward to the many more hours I'll be given to the state uh, in the next four years. Um, but, yes, we we, uh, we don't make one red cent on it. We, we are willing to give our time, and it is for the betterment of our state and all of our students. Well, you probably answered my second question with the, with the last comment, and that was this. Okay. <laughs> what, what, all these years have served, from starting in 2000 till now, been a regent in two different overall system and with Russo. What's, what's the greatest satisfaction that you take away personally and from, from serving as, as a, a university regent or a state regent? Oh, heavens, that's uh, really hard to say because um, actually, probably with the Russo board, I'm very proud of the fact that I did really take it on to get the constitutional change needed to uh, to rename the board that I truly felt like was a better reflection of, of what the institutions were. So um, I'm, I'm very proud of that. And uh, I'm proud of the friendships that I have developed over the years because of the boards. Um, that's something that you just don't take lightly because you take them with you, whether you're on the board or not, uh, those friendships last. And that's uh, very, very important uh, to me. Well, I know there are a lot of there are a lot of um, faculty and students, administrators at universities around Oklahoma who don't realize the impact that you had on on their institutions, but they're enjoying the results of your work. So, on their behalf, I wanted to thank you publicly for this um, amazing career so far that you've had in giving back to Oklahoma through higher education regent regent work. Well, I, I appreciate that and. Uh... I, I truly feel like I have been the one to to benefit because um, I say my experience with higher ed was limited to just my own education and that of my children and grandchildren. So it was a great learning experience for me as well. So uh, and again, the friendships that I have made over the years, <clears throat> you just uh, you, you just carry those friendships with you the rest of your life. Yeah, you really last. Mark, back to you. Yes, Regent. Uh, as far as the challenges that we're facing, uh, you mentioned going from meeting in person to Zoom calls and the different transitions we're seeing. And you mentioned 25 uh, colleges and universities in the state and, of course, our regional university system of six universities, but multiple campuses across the state of Oklahoma. Um, where do you see where do you see the that we're going. I mean, it, you know, there's that question I have almost every other day or every day, really, from from business or those in, interested. Some people think I'm still on, on as a regent, which I've been off now for for quite some time. Um, what? Where are we going with all this? I mean, are we going to keep the traditional versus, you know, we're going to just go to digital? Yeah. Or what do you, you know, see? that I, is, it is a question. And uh, uh, like two and a half years ago, we formed a um, task force from all over the state, business leaders, um, political leaders, educational leaders, and we met on a regular basis for a year to look at our system and what we needed to do going forward, uh, whether we're going to be staying with the, the bricks and mortar that has been traditionally the 
the, the hub of education or are we going to be doing more online? And um, which means we don't need as many buildings as we used to. So there's a lot of things up in the air. Um, of course, funding is always an issue. I mean, um, the legislature is always scrambling to to try to get us the dollars that, that we're needing um, because it's proven that higher ed is one of the main economic um, drivers of our state. I think it's for every dollar that the legislature gives higher ed, we, we return something like eight, $8.40, I think was the last um, uh, economic um, evaluation that was done. So, you know, and with, with the virus going on, it's definitely pushed us more into um, more online learning. Um, and whether or not at some point we're going to be needing to combine some of our two-year colleges with universities. These are, these are things that the task force brought out uh, that we should be considering. And um, we, we, we have established a, uh, a uh, standing committee to continue looking at what recommendations the task force brought forward to us. Um, and uh, there's four of us actually going to be serving on the on that committee. Um, myself, uh, Jody Parker, as last uh, last year's uh, chairman, um, and uh, Judge uh, Judge Steve <laughs> Taylor, uh, he's on it, and uh, and I believe I have uh, Jeff Hickman on it. He's he's vice chair, and and we're going to be meeting on a regular basis to consider. What recommendations have come from the uh, the task force? Because we do know times are changing, and we have to make adjustments along the way to meet the demands uh, of those changes. So uh, we're open to um, suggestions, ideas. Um, any Oklahoman that wants to share their thoughts and views, heavens, we we welcome that and would encourage. Uh, them to contact any state region or our chancellor's office um, because we are servants of, of the state and um, uh, we, we want to hear from from fellow Oklahomans. Regent Holloway, I'm pleased you raised the uh, issue of the task force work. I had the opportunity to serve on that task force as well when I was still at, at UCO and I'm so pleased to hear you speak about the ongoing work uh, and the, the work that you're doing with the others in terms of continuing to review those results and apply them. Of course, when we all met in the task force, there was no such thing as the pandemic, um, but now we have some experience over the last several months of ways we can use technology and some, in some ways a forced to use it, but we're actually seeing that in some ways it can be more efficient and effective, not as the only way of learning, but as a hybrid way of learning. And I'm exactly. seeing across the country colleagues going through the same thing. So. I'm just I'm delighted li literally to hear your last comment about um, about the task force and the ongoing work and your invitation to Oklahomans if they have ideas to share them. I think that's great. Thank you. First of all, appreciate you as a servant because that's really sums it up, uh, Don. That Anne was truly a servant when I was serving with her. Continues to be a servant, uh, giving back to our state, to our nation, 
and uh, it takes a lot of a lot of work, it, more than what you described, because I know how you were. You were you were always showing up to community events, to uh, to college events, university events across the state, not just uh, in your your backyard. Uh, so when there was an event, you were there. You visited with legislatures, legislators. And the legislature uh, was a big part of, or the legislature was a big part of, of budgeting. So, from a Russo standpoint, I know it's even a bigger item now as a state regent. Uh, you were always dealing with uh, community leaders, students. Uh, uh, I I saw where you would talk to students, and I tried to follow that uh, that uh, as well in my practice of visiting a campus and talking to the students and others about what's going on and how they like the campus. Was that or not higher ed day? And Was that higher ed day? Higher ed day as well. Yes, higher ed day. But you also <laughs> the capital. Yes, and you also visit campuses though. When you visit campus, I know she would really yes. plug in to talk to students. Yes, but higher, I loved higher ed day. That was wonderful. But we. I see that this ser- being a servant, uh, you've been instrumental and uh, a great example of what uh, others can do for their communities and their state is serve and uh, and serve if ever possible to serve as a regent's one thing, but serve your state in other ways. Uh, volunteer is a great way to to pay back in a sense uh, what we've had such great experience here in Oklahoma. Well, you know, we do have uh, so many talented people, and when they have the the desire to to serve uh, in a capacity for our state, uh, you know, the governor does the appointments. So they need to put together their resumes and get them to the governor's people, and they'll have them on file when openings happen, and uh, and that's where it can start. No question, uh, Don. Do you have two or three? takeaways uh, that we can take to uh, to the listeners here, but and you may want to add that to that too, Anne. The first takeaway is certainly a huge debt of gratitude to Regent Ann Holloway for joining us today. I wish we could actually be in the same room, but it's wonderful to listen to you again and to have your um, have your insights. And I think one of the takeaways today is the role of public service that she has exemplified in her work and her call for others to consider that kind of public service in the future, particularly uh, as a region, but also also in other areas. And the fact remains that our universities and colleges in Oklahoma are really very closely tied to the quality of of our regents and our boards. And knowing that um, that great Oklahomans like Ann Holloway are on those boards makes the future, which is challenging, look a little bit brighter. So I think that's a takeaway for me this time, Um, Mark. And I would say that, again, uh, thank you uh, from both Don and I, as well as many uh, from across the state that you've served with. And uh, those that uh, I, I think you and I had the the attitude that when a student walks across that platform, you, we didn't ask, you know, where they came from or what their beliefs were or what the politics were. We were excited to see that that individual receive that degree. and. Uh, it was the place of higher education is to have critical thinking and to debate and to learn. And you set that stage and uh, we will appreciate you. Well, thank you so much. You gentlemen are both way too kind uh, in your remarks. And, uh, but you said it, Mark, with the students walk across the stage, 
you you can't help but look at the glimmer in their eye, the feeling of pride and satisfaction uh, that they have achieved their some of their goals, and and that's what makes it all worthwhile. Thanks to Regent Ann Holloway for joining us in this conversation, and thanks to you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at newscape.us. Also, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. Join us next time when Don and Mark talk about maintaining relevance and clarity in a time of change and challenge.